South Jersey bad boys. It's getting really, really good. Yeah. I yep. know I say that every episode, but I mean it this time. What's going on, dude? Yeah, South Jersey bad boys now in 4K. This is getting a uh, little wild. Yeah, new setup. New us new, for 2023 new, coming up. Yeah, new us. We got a blank check written to us by the um, uh, private equity firm that runs this whole podcast, uh, which is basically Sam and Rachel. So luckily, yeah, <laughs> they, they gave us a few uh almost expired gift cards the best buy um some drywall and uh, some leftover drywall from your home uh, renovations you were making and this is what we came up with and we're gonna keep expanding on it we're expanding or we're potentially going backwards i'm not really sure but yeah we yeah. got a better camera we got a better camera at least we got a couple of new lights got we some new lights are utilizing some space a little bit more we now have a casting couch for some potential guests dogs um, dogs guests whoever this will be the two-man setup here we'll start filling the wall with some of our biggest supporters everyone from gary Busey to uh ed from the comedy on the crick all of their photos will be here to look like a uh you were going into like certain liquor stores where they have a like lineup of all of the people that got caught using fake ids there that would be good that would be good yeah something like with that same vibe that same type of vibe, like mug shots basically yeah mug shots people we don't like people who you we, know we could do that of all should we make it south jersey themed this entire plaster wall should it be photos of like <laughs> it's gonna be two people <laughs> nobody south famous. jersey's most reputable people yeah. it's like you got Bruce south jersey's <laughs> 30 under 30 nobody <laughs> Yeah, it's we just will, we will me just, and you. Yeah, it's just us right here. This is the South. These Jersey. guys are gonna be the next big thing. Trust me. Yeah, we're just gonna spread this disease that we call South Jersey <laughs> across the whole country. It could be cool to have some Jersey guys on here, but uh, yeah, I, I don't really know anybody that noteworthy. Maybe we could do an episode on the most noteworthy new jerseyans we're just gonna have to start calling up some of our you know most notable truck drivers some of the most notable paranormal fans you know Mafia. you know who you are yeah um there was oh my god there was a voicemail that came in as Ooh. well from our uh um, one of our, our bigger fans who comments on our instagram stuff all the time she was pissed at our takes about it casey anthony oh <laughs> i for, i didn't want to keep going back as we've talked about casey anthony so much but she was just like oh what you guys said she just started going off and then she hung up and then she called back, and she's like, oh, I forgot to say, South Jersey bad boys. <laughs> oh, wait, I think that, uh, I, I believe I know who you're talking about, and I think she may have left a comment. On, oh, no. Let's see. She mentioned. What is? I keep forgetting her name. What is her uh, name? It's Aaron. Aaron, shout, yeah. shout out to Aaron. Aaron Cheney, right? Oh, she, look, she just said, woo, painting my miniature church and listening to South Jersey bad boys. What did she say? Look. <laughs> that's hilarious hey, shout out erin thank you yes yeah, she She's listens a, all the time biggest fan i'm gonna repost this now she just po- she just posted that uh, a couple hours ago i just nice. now seeing this now nice between her and anthony down in virginia uh mark the truck driver we, we're developing quite the uh community of um uh psychopaths here us included yeah uh, well erin is painting a miniature church in this video while she which we are a christian-based podcast th- this is this is a christian-based podcast we are currently working on getting some clergymen uh or people 
yes. clergy people on this program. Clergy boys. Clergy boys. That's what we were actually called, uh, is clergy boys. And I think I told the story. South, uh, South Jersey clergy. The South Jersey clergy. That, is that one ooh, hour? That could be our fan ooh, base. The, fan, the how South you, Jersey clergy. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Aaron and Anthony and Mark and uh, whoever else out there. Do you, would you guys be? JC. Yeah, JC. Probably our biggest Christian-based supporter. He is. We should give him a ring and wish him happy holidays and listen to him talk about the portals to hell in his garage. But I haven't heard from him in a bit. I hope all he is just, well. He just fell off. After he started sending me three mile long, and when I say three mile long, like if I were scrolling, it would be equivalent to three miles long yeah, worth we, of. Yeah, I never got a chance to have him rant on the podcast, but the problem was every single time we would, uh, you know, try to direct him to give us a yeah. little bit of a scoop on some of these conspiracies, he would just go off in a direction where yeah. we had no idea he was, where he was going. Yeah, that's a. Uh, that's one guy that uh, Santa Claus didn't want to fuck with either. Um, no. But uh, we got to get more individuals. I never heard back from the guy that wanted to talk about Helen Keller being a hoax. Ooh. There was a lot of... to contact him again. I'm going to follow is, up That's there. a juicy take. Yeah. We also got to get in touch with our truck driver. Remember yeah. he said that he would uh, give us a little bit of uh, yeah. insight into the to the world of truck driving yeah going uh doing his different overnighters or traveling around basically our goal the for origin of the glory hole yeah <laughs> up at the uh what, what is the the vince lombardi rest stop in north jersey on the turnpike yeah, you ever stop there, there was, talking about there was a glory hole in that bathroom stall i was on my way to see a taping of the jerry springer show in 2011 <laughs> and put your eye i put my eye up to it <laughs> Yeah. And that's when I realized what a glory hole was. Yep. I was like, not, I not wore an yeah. eye patch for two months. Yep. And ever since then, I could never look into that little peephole in hotel room doors. Ever since then. <laughs> You're uh, traumatized. I was like, this one doesn't have glass on it. And it's also two and a half inches wide. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there was actually a glory hole there. I saw the taping of Jerry Springer in Stamford, Connecticut. Of course you did. And I, have I told that you story? You went to Connecticut to see a Jerry Springer show a for free? Yeah, for free. And we still in line for three hours and you know what pissed me off about it is that we would have been in the front row but we got back row seats me my ex-girlfriend who ex-girlfriend who brought me that bought me those uggs for christmas yeah rachel finally got me a new pair of ugg moccasins now i can replace the ones from 2009 yeah thank god replaced that ex-girlfriend <laughs> yeah those ugg moccasins were 13 years old Disgusting. holy shit um so, yeah, we go up and to go see it, and we get there. We're the first people in line for a taping. They tape, like, three or four episodes in one day. Yeah. And um, they go and let us into the waiting room to get into the studio. What they did when you walk into this room, you walk through the door, and they're like, okay, go, like, all the way to the other side of the room. We were the first ones in the door, so they sent us to the other side. We were on the other side. When they let the doors open for the studio, they started at the door where we walked in on the other side of the room. <laughs> So now the people that were the last ones in the room were the first ones in the studio. So they sat them in the front row. We were the first ones in the room. We were the first ones in line, everything, and we got in the back row. It's not like first class at the Jerry Springer show. No, first class at a Jerry Springer show is equivalent to sitting against the bathroom in the back of a Spirit Airlines flight. Wow, That's yeah, that it was bad. it was rough. I was think it a good show? It was. The only uh, the other problem with it is that we saw the every episode had like a highlight story, right? And our episode had a highlight of a woman who was cheating on her husband as a pizza delivery driver. 
and she he was dressing up like a pizza delivery driver he he was actually he was the one delivering pizzas she co-owned this place in maryland with him they got really specific which made me believe it more she worked at the pizza place he would deliver the pizzas he would go to the same house at the same time every single wednesday and it turned out that he confessed to cheating on her with this uh, woman that lived there so she said that she would be willing to take him back if she turned herself into a human pizza and if he would take her back after seeing that because she felt that she was way hotter than this woman. That sounds realistic. And this woman was pushing about 350. Uh, she could have had her own Naturally. show. Yeah, she could have had her own show on TLC. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, nobody on Jerry Springer is uh, in good shape. They are either 350 plus or they are uh, crack skinny. Absolutely. So this woman got butt naked. Buck naked, butt naked. She got completely naked, 350 pounds, covered herself in pizza sauce, anchovies, pepperoni, cheese, the entire thing, and rolled around with this guy on the stage on a tarp. And he's like, I'll take you back. He's like, I want every piece of that. And they just rolled around with each other. And that, that was the end of the show. That is so funny to think that Jerry Springer was a former governor. Mayor. Mayor? Ma mayor, governor. He was a politician. Cincinnati. I think he was a Yeah, you're right. He was probably a mayor. And I mean, to think that... Then sure. all of a sudden he's on stage and he's seeing this woman who's 350 pound, pounds <laughs> roll around with anchovies in her rolls, <laughs> rolls on rolls. And uh, he's thinking to himself, God damn, where well, here's, did the time go? Yeah. Here, here's how they list them out uh, on Wikipedia. It's like, I should have been a Republican. <laughs> he is a broadcaster, journalist, actor, producer, Former lawyer and politician. Politician. Former lawyer. Like goes to law school, <laughs> completes a degree, starts practicing law, and Holy then he shit. finds this opportunity and he goes, you know what? Yeah. Fuck, you know, fuck uh, the man. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, exactly. This is gonna be big. Yep. Yep. And he was born in London, so he's British technically. Really? Yep. He's a Democrat and he was a I got I gotta get his political um, he ran for Congress in 1970. Jerry's pushing 80 wow. years old. He was a Democrat, man of the man of the people, huh? Yeah, he was. He was a man of the people. He's the man of us. Uh, he could run for. He could run right now as a politician anywhere in South he Jersey. He probably have a better chance of he winning win. today than yeah. when he you know, before he got to Jerry Springer. Yeah. Yep. He did try and get the nomination for governor of Ohio in '82, um, and then he ran for Senate in 2000. Holy shit! He was running for Senate in 2000 while Jerry Springer was, was like, on TV. <laughs> was on and well yeah uh, that's hilarious that's great surprised that that did not go well yeah and the real kick in the dick for our show that we saw we got to see the 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 fat woman dress uh, herself as a human pizza the show taping before ours was lesbian hot tub pool party and Damn, they, they had a hot tub good. on the stage we missed that one but we got the pizza party instead Damn, that's thanks wonder if it was hot lesbians. It had to have been. That's like in like kindergarten. Instead of getting, you got the pizza party instead of getting the lesbian hot tub party, right? I, I mean. <laughs> I love the uh, the idea of that, of the guys in the writer's room. They're like, what do we do for this next episode? The guy goes, hear me out. <laughs> lesbian pool party. And yeah. they go, all right, what, what, is there like a club that these lesbians are in? Or just, no, you just get a bunch of lesbians and put them in a hot tub. Yeah. We'll just put him in there. We'll find some guy. What do we do for the episode? That's all I got so yeah, far. That's all we got. And we're like, just all right. let him swim around. 
See, see if something happens. Let's run with it. Someone head on down to Leslie's Pools and see if they got any deals on hot tubs right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're going to find some lesbians there. Yeah, there definitely is so going to be. you get a two for one. Yeah, there is going to be a woman named Diane working the counter, and yeah. she's going to know where to go in town. Hey, Sharon, we got we got that hot tub in the back, that new one. <laughs> Jerry Springer needs it. Yeah, they, they rent it. By the way, I'm available. Yeah, specifically That's how le- it happened. lesbian hot tub pool parties. Hot uh, tub pool party is kind of an interesting. You know, if it was if it was in a different direction, there would be a lot of things clogging up the uh, filters and those things. The jets wouldn't really be jetting too much. It, it would it would be a mess. Yeah, yeah. There, you might get a little discharge in the lesbian one, but nothing that we couldn't clean up. No, and if anything, they can yeah. fix it afterward. So. <laughs> yeah, they would be able to fix it after. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Jerry Springer, Vince Lombardi, Glory Hole. Uh, yeah, we should definitely get Bruce Willis is from uh, Carney's Point, I believe. I'm going to get a picture okay. of Bruce Willis. Gary Her Busey. Bruce yeah. isn't doing great right Really? Now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What happened with him? He's got that disease, man. He has some sort of disease where I think his brain is really deteriorating quickly. Oh, I was going to say, does he see dead people or something? Well, I think he's about to... He's about to find... I think we're about to see one, unfortunately. <laughs> For for uh, Brucey Bruce, so. unfortunately, and it, it always happens to the the good people. Jerry Springer, meanwhile, yeah, I love is pushing, Bruce Willis. Yeah, meanwhile, Jerry Springer might outlive him, and why? I mean, who knows? My my college roommate uh, saw a Jerry Springer show as oh, well. Yeah, yeah, and when we had first met, you know, I had uh, just gotten to college freshman year. We get to know each other for a couple of weeks, and one day I walk back in from class, and normally my uh, my roommate Matt would have class at this time, and he was yeah. he was just sitting in a chair like this directly in front of the TV, and I'm like, "What are you doing? Aren't you supposed to be in class?" And he's looking at the TV, just going, "Jerry, Jerry." <laughs> I'm like, "Did you stay at home to watch Jerry Springer and skip class?" And he's like, "Yeah." Yeah. And I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "I'm in this episode." <laughs> And I'm like, are you serious? He was just in the crowd, but him and his buddies had, uh, you know, gotten tickets, and they went. And you see them in the crowd just going like, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> I was like, I fucking love this guy. We're gonna be best friends. Holy shit! I have the Pretty same cool. exact story from when I was on because they aired it at like 11 a.m. on a Wednesday. Right, right. And my roommate was going to class at like 8 a.m. and he was an actuarial science major, so he's like has an actual major. I was in digital communication, so it's like I wasn't fucking doing anything. I was communication myself. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm sitting there drinking a beer as he come back comes back from his classes at 10.50. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I'm about to be on Jerry Springer. <laughs> it was yeah. like incredible because it's the same exact story. In the sh- the yeah. sh- you remember on the show how they could ask people questions? They would have the audience basically open up to roast the people that were on the show. Yeah. And that in person, I was very intrigued to see what it was like because a lot of people claim that people on the show that are sitting on the stage are actors. And it's like if they're actors, somebody would have blown it up by now by saying this person was in this movie, this person did that. But that never – I've never seen that. Yeah, but none of those people are, are obviously <laughs> going to go on to become – they're like, they're doing used car uh, uh, commercials in Stamford, Connecticut. <laughs> I don't think they're getting any commercials after Jerry Springer. I think that they literally just they have an open casting call, which any open casting call, you're going to get so many crazy people, and they pick the craziest ones. Yeah, they absolutely And those people do. never go on to, you know actually get another role anywhere Fuck, i wish that show was i wonder still- if there is i wonder if there's one famous person because that came out of jerry springer what if you went on there and you got to play a character they're gonna be like you're gonna play some guy from a trailer park in arkansas whose wife has been cheating on him with the mailman and you sink into that role and then you show people it's like hey this is the guy i played and it's like wow that's range right there like that's really good i i think 
what you describe though is exactly what happens. I think that that's an actual description of how they yeah. cast it. They go, we have a guy mm-hmm. who is deranged, who cheats yeah. on his wife consistently, who's yeah. from Alabama, and there's a guy that's like, I'm fucking perfect. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's the the casting call that they put out, and, and they put like, it out on reality. And they put it out on Craigslist. Craigslist or any of those uh, those casting places, yeah. but yeah, you know what I was thinking about the other day. Speaking of, you know, the fact that you did this while you were in college, my roommate did it while, you know, he was in college, and it's it's so funny being in school, thinking like my roommate he came in as a you know we were both communication majors he came in as a undecided major yeah oh yeah the old undecided and uh, you know communication like if you're not going to school for an actual degree. Uh, you know, like a, a specific degree, whether it's like, you know, uh, engineering, you know, becoming a doctor or yeah. something like that. If you're going for something just so general, like communication, it's like, don't even fucking go, dude. I mean, my roommate literally came in as undecided. They're yeah. like, what do you want to study? And, and he's like, I have no fucking idea. And they're <laughs> like, yeah, it's fun. And like, you still pay all that yeah, money yeah. and you can major in, I have no fucking idea. Yeah. You can have an undecided major at my school up until you were a junior. Like that is, that is stealing. Yeah. That's that absurd. Is, you're just like, yeah, come major in whatever. Knock out some of your electives. Knock out some of your, did you have like, it's I went like to you're a liberal paying arts. For, if, and yeah. if, a lot of times you do that and you're paying for all these electives. Like I literally took basketball and swimming as a class. Holy shit. Probably paid like a thousand dollars each for for those yeah. classes and it's like yeah this is really like what i'm racking up debt for to play basketball yeah. you know twice a week with some fucking idiots yeah and it's like at the time it's like i'm gonna look back on these experiences in college and with me i met a, so many great people i'm still friends with now got the degree i have and all this stuff but when you look at it on a spreadsheet with the money that you spent and the debt that i now have was it really worth it or could i be doing what i want to do without a college degree i think that question is yes hands down i mean if you're not in those degrees, you know, where you're going to actually become yeah. something, it really is just an extension of high school. I have buddies of mine that never went to college and now don't have any debt, make more money than me because they're in a trade. Um, now, given it's a little bit more of a demanding job than I am sitting in my basement, uh, just working from home. 95% I guess that's of true. You, you pay for a little bit of cushion. Yeah, that's but true. But you pay yeah, a yeah. lot for cushion. Yeah. You, or you're, back in the day, you could... You're you're in debt until your 30s or 40s, paying a few hundred bucks a month on the low end if you got a good rate and interest rate Yeah, and, stuff. and half the time, I'm sitting in the office dreaming, like, put me in that fucking ditch, dude. At least, <laughs> like, <laughs> at least I'll be outside. Exactly. At least I'll be outdoors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I wouldn't mind it as much here. During the heat, are you more of a... Would you rather be in, like, 110-degree heat or, like, zero degrees? Because me, personally... I could do the outdoor cold stuff because you can dress for that. And yeah, make I'd it. rather no. I, I I would actually eh. the heat. You only could do so much about it. You could be out there in a tank top and shorts and still be dying. That's true. I I generally agree with that, but when it comes to working and like doing some projects, like when when you're working and stuff, I feel like it's it's more of a pain in the ass in the yeah. cold. Yeah, I would actually rather work in the heat. And uh, you burn an awful lot more. Yeah. If I'm chilling, though, I would rather be uh, cold, and you could bundle up and stuff. Yeah. Because it's it's a lot harder to get cool. Like you don't always have a pool that you could just jump in. Or yeah, something. that's true. Huh. 
yeah, I, I've just been been through enough mummers parades where I can withstand the cold, you know? I, I gotta yeah. get back into that. They get a bad rap, the whole blackface thing, understandably so. Yeah, well, you had quite a uh, quite a run. I had quite a run. I got a, a mom. six years in a row, got on the front page of the Philly Voice for a little bit. Um, people attacking me in the Facebook comments, uh, which I actually didn't respond to any. I was just reading them on New Year's Day, hungover as fuck after the Mummers Parade. And you, you did a couple of those, right? Uh, yeah, I was in the Mummers a couple of years. Now, it, it, we were doing the part of the Mummers that required nothing but just walking and drinking. We, there was no string band involved or anything like that. Yeah, same. I still liked it for the party and the atmosphere. And because you're going up and down, I never saw one person go crazy out of line. Now, given the group that I was in was 800 people deep, I'm sure somebody at some point on the three-mile stretch of road said or did something a little off-color. I, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but overall, walking up and down that route, I saw nothing but diverse groups of people having the time of their lives, giving us bottles of whatever. I didn't even know what flasks I You're would, a goddamn celebrity as yeah. a mummer for a day. Absolutely. It's funny because you're just an alcoholic and people are like, can I take a picture with you? And you're like, <laughs> I did nothing really to qualify for this. Yeah, yeah. You got the guys walking up up and down the lines of the uh, the streets there. They got their, uh, they're like, oh no, it's flyers paint. It's like, no, that's black with a little bit of orange around your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it was shit like that. You you're couldn't like shaking exactly. people's hands. Yeah. like, oh my God, it's this guy. Yeah. And you're like, like, yeah, I've been drinking since 4 a.m. I've worked really hard for yes, this. Yes, yes. And uh, I love the one guy in our group every single year was Karen. He just had a kitchen sink that he carried above his head. That's all he had with him was just a kitchen sink. And I was like, that's the fucking guy. And I saw that as a kid. And then I joined the same group. And I made those signs every single year. And then got in trouble most years with them. But it was always a good time. I got to get back into doing that. Randomly just got to go get a suit. They, they sell them on Thanksgiving Eve down on 2 Street in South Philly. Uh, I got to go down there and get another suit one of these years and go out in the morning because um, they start early. So what, what are your New Year's uh, plans these days? This is going to be your last New Year's Eve without a big responsibility. I know. I know. Being engaged. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. The child uh, primarily is my, my, last, my last New Year's as a uh, as a being dadless. And legally a single guy, too. Wait, are you guys planning on getting married in 23? Yeah, yeah, probably. So, so if you guys do, then yeah, I mean, as far as the government's concerned, you're a single whippersnapper right now. That's right. And uh, you got to show New Year's Eve, though. I do, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be at uh, gonna be at the Newtown Theater mm-hmm. New Year's Eve with uh, Buddy Harris and Chris Johnston. We're calling it the Three Dads Tour. Sold that bitch out. Ooh. Sold it out. Old Budward Harris. Yeah, oh, Budward Harris. Yeah. And we're, uh, I'm with both of them as well the Friday, so New Year's Eve, Eve, uh, in Jim Thorpe. Oh, Jim Thorpe, PA. The, the Opera House. It's actually pretty opera cool. House. cool. Jim Thorpe is a neat little town. It was really cool when yeah. uh, I did the room there before, like a couple years ago. Nice. And uh, it's a really cool room. And Jim Thorpe is like a, it's a cute little town. It's a cute little town. There's a few little um, uh, interesting bars and thrift shops. And I, I was there with the old Battle Axe and a few other people last year in January. It yeah. was negative 10 degrees and we're oh, walking around. Lovely. You're going to be going up there and get hit with another snowstorm like uh, Rochester all over again. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear, uh, Sam was telling me this earlier, actually, maybe it's something that we could look up. But um, she said that Buffalo got hit with like... 48 inches of snow yeah. and 17 people died. Yeah, 25 people it's up to now. 25? Four feet of pe- What happens there? I have a coworker that lives there, and it's all of this stuff that comes off Lake Erie. 
all this like snow and precipitation that comes off of that. And then it's just so unreasonably cold. It all turns into snow and it's basic. I forget what they call it. They call it a snow something like the this lake and the snow they, they combine the lake and the snow and the precipitation but they just get snow dumped on them they're out of anywhere else in the country i think would probably be the most but so how are these people dying are they getting stuck out in the road they, the road or in their in their house or, or somewhere and it's four feet of snow but then it snows again so then it piles on top of that and then they just can't clear it enough because they don't have anywhere else to put it but are they freezing to death? Are they starving to death? Like, I, what is I, happening? It's probably freezing to death. And I was looking at some of them earlier. I was reading the reports. They weren't saying what it was. They were just saying people were dying. I imagine it was freezing to death or uh, hyperthermia or cold-related things like that, I'm sure. But that, like, that's so wild. Imagine being out in your car. You're like, yeah. fuck. You get, I, you get I, stuck in snow, and then it snows another three feet on top of you? Yeah. Yeah. And then you're just... You're like, well, guess I won't be going to the Bills game this Sunday. But how fast is it coming down that you're outside and then you're like, all right, I gotta, yeah. <laughs> I gotta get the fuck home. Yeah, it, and then next thing you know, by like your entire car is covered. Yeah, I, I don't know. I gotta look it up and see. But it is, I did see it was up to 25, and that they're getting another two or three inches, which doesn't seem like a lot. But they were saying that that on top of oh, yeah. what they're already trying to clear, because it's like staying cold. It's not like smelting the snow. It's not like they're getting into the 50s or anything. So it's just snow sitting there, and then it snows right. more, and it keep, like piles you, up. You only can move snow. Like you can't just yeah. Like what can you do to get? I know some people up there have like heated driveways and sidewalks and shit like yeah, that where you have but stuff. It's like if you're on the street or. But like yeah, and it, I'm just wondering like are people on the road? They don't know what's happening. All of a sudden, they're like ah 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 fucking. All of a sudden, it starts snowing so quickly, and maybe they're so far away from their home yeah. that they can't just like get out and walk, and they can't drive because their car, and then they're just stuck in their car, and then they freeze to death. Yeah, that is barbaric. That's like some day after tomorrow. Yeah, shit with Randy Quaid. You remember that movie? Oh, dude, I just, uh, can never forget Randy. Old Randy Quaid. He, he was great in The Rookie. Uh, he had a run for him. He had a little bit of a run. I can't say I know him for much outside. Do I of make that. you Randy? I was just watching. He was in um, fuck that old football movie with uh, Jamie Fox. Got any given Sunday. Oh, okay. He's yeah, in yeah, that. Yep. Yeah. He's in uh, Day After Tomorrow. He's in The Rookie. He's in uh, Independence Day. Is he in Independence no, Day? No, I don't know. Oh, no. That's the other guy. Quaid. Will Smith. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Rand Wait. Yeah, it's Dennis Quaid. Fuck. Are they Randy brothers? Qua Randy Quaid is in Independence Day. Oh, shit. I believe. Really? Yeah. I just threw that out there. Dennis Quaid is the guy that we're thinking of. Oh, fuck. We just really blew it. These fucking Quaid podcasts. Quaid. People are going to come after us for that one. Yeah, these couple. Randy Quaid is a Christmas, uh, Christmas vacation, right? Uh, Shitter's full. Oh, was that him? I'm pretty sure that's Randy Quaid. Let's, I don't know. Let me let's get to the bottom of this. Let's look that up. Randy Quaid, Dennis Quaid, we're on Quaaludes. Who knows? Uh, nodes. Yeah, we very well might be on Quaaludes. Randy Quaid. Yeah, who does play Cousin Eddie in Christmas Vacation? That's a, uh, huh. Yeah, it's him. Oh, really? Randy Quaid or Dennis Quaid? Randy Quaid. Holy shit, he doesn't look so good. <laughs> no, he does not. He's not looking hot. 
He looks like shit. He looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do another South Jersey car commercial. Yeah, that that really was one of my favorites that we've ever shot. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen that, look that up. South Jersey uh, car commercial. It's probably on the boob. He's too. fucking hot. Yeah, we did that right around Super Bowl last year. That was Joe fun. Burrow. Yeah. yeah, Joe Burrow is do, fucking hot. Yeah, we got to do a South Jersey bit, like another bit, like a. Um, we can make so many good South Jersey car commercials. We got to make them look like from the '90s, like car commercial. We could do a different one each. each yeah. time a we could do south jersey uh toyota south jersey mazda just south jersey whatever yeah and we'll start yeah that was great where we were just like we are the only showroom left in south jersey that you can smoke inside yeah that's right yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah there's been a lot of good uh stuff happening in south jersey these days i feel like there's been uh do you see that dead whale that washed up in atlantic city you sent me a that photo. picture yeah co- uh comedian i saw posted photos on uh facebook on christmas eve of a humpback whale on the beach in new jersey and in atlantic city specifically god i can't believe even even whales are visiting atlantic city at this point such a shithole yeah well they do but th- you know those white girls love their rap concerts and uh yep they just some of the large ones as well. And sometimes they <laughs> I don't get, even know where you were going with that. Yeah. I'm talking about the whales of the women that get, you know, walk up and down those boardwalks wearing the, uh, wearing their flyers, pajama pants, black guys, like big white girls. Yeah. Well, big white girls like rap. Uh, let's just be honest. They, That's true. They yeah. love a good, uh, bow wow concert and they are going to be there. Bill bow wow. He was Lil bow wow. Now I think he's known in the streets as bow wow. Um, there was little Romeo who became Romeo. Remember he had that show with Master P? Isn't that his dad? I couldn't tell you one thing Master P did other than be in the background of that Nickelodeon show. Yeah, I I, uh, I think he was. Yeah. I, I remember that show. Yeah, you know, all those different rap concerts, Ludacris. We we like the rap culture as well, um, as, as anybody who listens to this can tell. You can tell, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, because just any... as you're describing as the rap culture. Yeah, the rap culture. There was, back in the day when I used to uh, download uh, illegal songs and mixtapes off of rapbasement.com. You remember that website? They would mm. release this in high school in Little Wayne, and I was listening to a Little Wayne song that came up on my um, in my car randomly on shuffle when I was driving out earlier, and it was a song that like everybody on our football team would always uh, like know the every single word to, and I was like, what ever happened? Did something happen to Little Wayne, or did something happen to rap that just fades Little Wayne out? Yeah, I don't. He really disappeared for a while he I, like he was so big when we were in high school and i think that rap these days just doesn't fit his style his his genre of rap isn't the popular rap right now that's true but i feel like he also stopped rapping and putting shit out or am i wrong he very well could be. i have no idea like i feel like he he was really at the top Let when me we were in up. high school and then he just kind of stopped he like started skateboarding and shit for a while oh, and then man, uh, yeah. i feel like he just stopped putting shit out there and people kind of forgot about him and then yeah you know mumble rap and all this new stuff came into play and he just that's what it was now seems so different discography this discography so um yeah, I am not a human being in 2010. The Carter Four came out in 2011. Then he had. Uh, so I'm, we were still in high school then. Yeah, and then I'm not a human being too in 2013. Free Wheezy album in 15. The Carter Five I remember as a big deal in 2018. Then he had a, something come out in 2020, and then he has two other albums that are the sixth and the third of whatever to be oh, announced. Wow. All right, so he has 
been putting shit out there. I don't know why. Yeah, he he just really fell off. Yeah, no, and I, just a lot of his different songs. And I remember all the mixtapes. Those were just albums. His mixtapes that came mix out. Mixtapes were banging. Yeah, the mixtapes that came out. And, uh, you know, as, as soon as you start the song, right as the, the, the like, first vocals are about to come in, all you would hear is Trapaholics or, like, any oh, of those yeah. fucking, uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, what were, the, like, some of the, what would they call those? I forget. Damn, I, I son, where'd, where'd you, you find, find that? <laughs> where'd you find this? Where'd you find this? Yeah, those things would just come up, and I, I didn't know the lyrics to most of the songs because that would take yeah. over, and then I would have to go look it up. Shh, the fireman coming. <laughs> yeah, all of those songs, some of his biggest hits had those DJ um, definitely mixtape sounds. They, they, yeah, he had some really... I mean, I, I still love some good Lil Wayne. Yeah. Toss it on. It's a throwback for me, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was very, very unique. Nobody else really but he, did that shit like him. He was also talking about a lot, of, and I know a lot of the certain types of rap still do it now, but he was talking about a lot of gun stuff, shooting up your grandmother's house, you know, robbing you with it, like all types of shit like that. But now, I, I don't know if mumble rap does that. A lot of the rap that comes in the radio in my car before my Bluetooth kicks in is like slow jam type of stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And you got Drake rapping about stuff as, yeah. as if he wasn't like on a... Uh, teen sitcom in canada like what not a sitcom but what was degrassi what was that considered? degrassi yeah it was like a nickelodeon sitcom yeah i was like what the fuck like uh, or something like that but yeah now you have drake who's like i'm kind of a gangster but yeah. i'm emotional <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like he's not yeah killing anybody and us we're just like we can't relate to this where's all the music about loading up your glock and going over to someone's grandmother house and threatening them in Some the face good old-fashioned murder rap yeah where is that good murder rap it's coming out of the projects of chicago right now but there's nothing like that coming out of Bridgeton, New Jersey or Vineland or Atlantic City or not so Pleasantville, New Jersey. We yeah. need some of that rap culture here for us to relate to it about Yeah. Now it's like you should go to a therapist if you think that'll be helpful. He's sliding in better Girl. help uh, uh, yeah. discount codes into yeah. the middle of his song. Yeah. yeah. You should really be talking to somebody. The music industry right now, all you need to happen, and I watched a video on this a few weeks ago, is to get one pop song to blow up on TikTok, and then you're at the top of the Billboard charts because it all just carries you through. If it blows up on TikTok, then it gets radio play, then it works its way to Billboard, and like there's so many people that have done that past two years. Wow. One hit wonders, but they are the amount of money that they pulled in on them. One song that pops on TikTok, so now you're thinking as a producer or someone who writes these songs or somebody who puts together these groups of young artists just playing to tiktok yeah just like okay so what is something that someone could make a video about on tiktok that they could like you know inspire more people to create it basically like a meme it's their video memes right. and to the lyrics of a song they're like what can we do to make the lyrics sound like like the a b c d f u song like that one's a prime example of it like they just play that throughout you know, all different types of real formats yeah it's wild and i wonder if stuff like that will start to happen with comedy where You'll see, you know, uh, like TikTok people or, you know, people that are putting their stand up on TikTok that have a big following that way start to do theaters and like kind of jump to the top of the the comedy game. Yeah, no, they definitely will. I think there's already a few people that have been touring because of that. Um, When people used to do that off of Facebook and YouTube and blow up that way, which was always understandable to release something there. But like with TikTok TikTok stuff, it's like specifically 
even shorter format things. Yeah. Then Facebook and YouTube, you didn't have a time limit. You can make a 10 minute video and blow up that way. Yeah. But on here specifically, it's usually under a minute where you're creating under 30 seconds for the most part. Yeah. And you just get like multiple 30 second little videos. And some people find a way to translate it to stage and can go up there and do it. But like, I think other people have crashed and burned yeah. doing that. Well, that's the thing. I, I think that if you've been doing it for a while and you have a catalog of stuff behind you, that could really work. Yeah. You, know, you get your name out there and then you either have been doing it a while or you have a lot of songs or yeah. something that you can bring to the stage. But if you kind of get lucky, that's the first thing you put out and then you're like, I don't know what to do from here. Yeah, you fizzle out real quick. Well, yeah, but it's like, I love how we will always talk about shit like that. To be like, you got to have a bunch of stuff to fall back on. It's yeah. like as if we have to be worried right now <laughs> about taking off too soon. Yeah, too soon. We don't, you know, we could <laughs> pop at any moment. You yeah, know? you know, we're <laughs> like, you know, you got to really have... Yeah. Yeah. Ep episode 31 here is going to go to the moon, which, you know, some of them have consistently been getting hits on and uh, some other uh, topics we're getting out there. It's been going pretty good, but just wait till we fill up this wall with some of South Jersey's finest. We're going to have the South Jersey Wall of Fame right here behind us. We just keep adding mm. to it. That's right, you bitches. Yeah. Every single person that we have on as a guest, we get a mugshot photo and we frame it on the wall behind us. Which a lot of people we wouldn't have to take a mugshot. We'd just be like, submit your latest one. Yeah, yeah, the last one that you got taken like at the Absecan uh, Police Department. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's such an obscure reference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the best way to sit here in this uh, position, either this or just go full blown man spread. I am all for the, the camel spread, girl. Yeah, showing off the man spread yeah, here. I'm, I'm my... trying to like you know be on an angle so that I could see you. As if we're like Diane Sawyer here. It's like, so tell me what really. What, and just do the classic reporter. Yeah. So at what point in your life did you think that um, you didn't notice that there was something wrong with eating human flesh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, right away. Yeah, right away. Right away. Yeah. yeah. But, no. <laughs> you know, once you, once you start, you can't stop. Yeah. You just can't. And that's wasn't that a fast food chain slogan? Once you stop, you can't. Once no, you pop, you can't stop. Once you pop, you can't stop. What? like a KFC maybe? No, no. Was, maybe it was a candy. Once you pop... Fuck, what was it? Once you pop, you can't stop. What was that? I think it might be crack. Oh, no. Um, the, the cereal. Rice Krispie Treats? Snap, crackle, pop. Snap, crackle, pop. Fuck. That reminds me of my trashy neighbor down the street whose kids' names are uh, Christian, Tristan, and Crispin. Oh, let me see this. Once you pop, you can't stop. I'm going to Google. Crispin. Once you pop. The fun don't stop. The fun don't stop. That's what it was. What is Pringles. It? Pringles. That's what it was with those cans that you could use on some murder Goddamn weapon. Goddamn 90s were geniuses. Genius Damn. marketers in the 90s. They really were. They were. Did you watch that Netflix um, documentary about the, the guy in the 90s that uh, was using Pepsi for their Harrier jet? The points? No. There's a, there's a series out there, and I never heard of it. Uh, never heard of this happening. Pepsi ran a commercial saying that, you know how they d would do, like, you gain points for buying Pepsi, and you use those points to get swag and stuff like that? One of their commercials said you could use 5 million points to get a Harrier jet, which is like a fighter jet. They didn't have a disclaimer saying that it was a joke. So this one guy was just like, oh... That's actually obtainable. So he went out and got these five million points for it, and then wanted to trade it in for the jet. And then Pepsi was like, "We don't, we can't give you a jet. It's a military weapon." Right. And then he actually went to court with them back and forth and oh all my this God. stuff. Michael Avenatti represented him. Remember that fucking nut job? Uh -uh. Stormy Daniels's uh, lawyer, the bald dude. 
the crazy fucking you don't remember when Stormy Daniels was going after Trump. I was looking at uh, some of her different work. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're familiar. We're familiar with a little bit of her uh, former <laughs> former. Uh, she went on a stand up tour. Remember that? <laughs> all these porn stars do. That's and all they, the- <laughs> not consistently. They'll they'll look at it and they'll go, I can do that. Just like we look at porn stars and go, I can do that. All and then the- you get into it and you go, I'm not qualified for this. <laughs> and then you stop doing it pretty quickly. All these porn. You know what? I was listening to that and someone made a fair point on that uh, Handsome Idioms podcast. Uh, Ryan Shanner was talking about that, talking about a girl that was telling him who was in porn about like everything you have to know before you get into porn. And she was laying out some pretty good, like you have to consistently get the work and then you continue doing it. Your future employment stuff is basically done for. Yeah, you got to be all in. You got to be all in and in multiple areas, all in. Yeah, yeah you got to. You got to fill that pot. Yeah, you can't dip your toe in the game of porn and go, you know what? I might yeah. finish my but degree. You know how many people do, though? How many yeah, people a just, lot of people do. <laughs> it's not like and dipping they, your toe in the stand-up, although that might have worse repercussions yeah, than porn. Yeah, sometimes just as ugly. Just as ugly, just as bad. You invite all of your closest family and friends to the first open mic you do, and you go up there and you drop a few racial slurs. Next thing you know, you're uh, you're done in uh, three minutes after you forgot your final two minutes at a mic that let you do five, and then your family is like, what the fuck was that? But they still tell you, hey, Good set. Um, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like that was uh, from personal experience. I wish that was my first open mic. Uh, what was what was your first open? What was the first open mic you went to? What was that? Ex- I don't think we've ever actually talked about that on. Here. Uh, it was at the Comedy Cabaret in Northeast Philadelphia, mm-hmm. where I met the uh, the young Ryan Foster and Dan Madden. Uh, were they still doing heroin at that time? Um, I think that they were, and they still are, most likely. Well, I, I think Ryan Foster was probably still an apprentice at that point. Yes. Yeah. Just an apprentice doing some coke and some heroin and uh, and some women. Yeah. And as he does. And what, what was Dan Madden doing? Oh, who same knows? thing. Yeah, we we barely clocked him uh, for a while because he just uh, <laughs> you didn't know if he was somebody's son that was just you know waiting there you know for somebody or, to pick him up and send if, him off to that weird school that he goes to or if he's participating you were going to see him on a wanted poster outside of a Walmart somewhere yeah yeah but yeah no i met met both those guys there and i used to i think i the first couple times i went just to watch cuz yeah. i was too afraid to go up yeah and then you go and you watch him these guys and there's nobody there it's like 10 or yeah you know, 10 or 15 comedians no audience but then you start to watch some of them go up and they say the most batshit crazy stuff you've ever heard in your life. And you go, all right, you know, I could do better than that guy. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, yeah, that's the first, I, I can't even remember the exact first time. Like I, I did it once in college before, which I kind of consider oh, the yeah, yeah. first time ever. But then like a true open mic where, you know, no friends were out, no family, mm-hmm. like you don't know anybody there. Yeah, it was at the Comedy Cabaret, I'm pretty sure. And uh, I like three minutes f- you know, flies by. You feel like you black out. And uh, I can't even remember if it went well. I think I got yeah. like one laugh. And uh, that was enough to make me feel like, whew, all right, I got through it. You got it. You got it. that one down, and then we're going back for some more. Yeah. What about you? My first one was, my whole problem was, it was that punchline in Philly. My whole problem was that I didn't have the balls to go to a bar in Fishtown or something and sign up in person, wait in person, watch all of the cliques and people that know each other hang around, yep. sit amongst them, and then go up in between. I felt like I was intruding. So Punchline, when they opened uh, 2017, they 
opened with Dave Chappelle was there the first weekend, and I went and saw that show, and that was at the end of the summer. November comes around, they do their first open mic. I sign up online because you could email in, and then they would make a list. I got on the list, so I was like, oh, fuck, I emailed them. They put me on there. I can't no-show because they would remember that. Yeah. So I show up, and I actually do it. It was four-minute sets. I was... I, I was all over the place. It was November. It was football season. I was talking about f- some football stuff. I was talking about how terrorists would never bomb the Comcast Center in Philadelphia or something like that. So it was real family-friendly style humor. Yeah. And got like maybe a chuckle out of a guy making a bomb in the bathroom or something. But other than that, didn't go so well. However, I felt really good after because I was like, fuck, I got through that and I didn't die. Um, I vaguely remember what I didn't blank. Like a lot of worse things could have happened. That, that that's true. Like in the beginning, you're so worried about forgetting the no material that you you know you have like one joke in yeah, mind. Yeah, and you're so worried about forgetting that that if you don't and if you just like get through it, you realize like yeah, okay, that wasn't uh that wasn't as bad as I thought it yeah, was. Exactly. Until you have genuinely your first yeah i feel like in the very first time anybody tries comedy you're running off so much adrenaline yeah that it kind of like it's it's obviously bad but because you're hopped up on so much adrenaline you don't notice that it's so bad like everyone like the first bomb that you ever have is way different than yeah. that very first time i feel like a lot of times people's first time goes okay yeah and then they like maybe the the next time after it's like the most horrific experience because you think yeah. like you know, this is so easy yeah it's like you go out and get a couple birdies in a game of golf and you're like why do people hate this sport so much yeah exactly yeah. then you go right out the next night I was at Helium too I signed up in person and got on so my first two times Monday Punchline Tuesday at Helium yeah I'm like wow these are great open mics that have audiences yep. there you're in an actual club like this is great and then it was just. Of <laughs> just fucking downhill from yeah. there. Oh shit! This kind of sucks. This kind of blows. Then you end up in a empty bar in uh, South Philly somewhere on yeah, like a five Wednesday years night. Later. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> um, so let's let's go through some of. Um, oh, yeah, we're running running we're running out of time here. Out of time here. This four uh, K file is going to be massive, and you're going to be able to see. Uh, into our souls with how clear this is. This is going to be pretty interesting. I'm going to scroll through. The uh, Wall Street Journal put together 2022's biggest news stories. Um, I'm going to go through some of these, see if any of these ring a bell and we have any thoughts on some of that. Okay. Uh, January 3rd, Elizabeth Holmes got convicted. I didn't follow that case. I couldn't tell you who she was. Was that Tom Tom Cruise's ex-wife? No, you're thinking of Katie Holmes, (laughs) best known for uh, the Batman, and I think that's it, and Dawson's Creek. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, no, Elizabeth Holmes, I don't know that story at all. No, I, I do not. Uh, January, Omicron variant spreads so quickly, causes a mild form of illness. Oh, the old Omicron. The old uh, Omicron. Forgot Omicron. about that little sucker. Yeah, that little sucker. Qui- very interesting how quickly that... Did they ever officially say the pandemic is over? Like, are we still in a pandemic? Uh, who knows, man? Like, yeah, the, the Omicron was interesting Like when that first came out. You know, everyone was so afraid. It's going to kill you. Yeah. It's, it's every every strand, every variant was more deadly, more contagious. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you just kind of didn't hear about it. You're like, yeah, is that still going on or is that gone or what's the, what's the deal? Yeah. I don't see anything about it. So who fucking knows? Fucking hate <laughs> the pandemic, dude. February 13th. It was Valentine's Day weekend where the Los Angeles Rams won the Super Bowl over the Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Well, I remember shooting our South Jersey car commercial. 
Yep. Joe Talking Burrow. about Joey B. He's Evan's fucking hot. Fun. He yep. is fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, baby formula recall, February 17th. Yeah. We for, remember that because that. I, I remember that I made a lot of money yeah. <laughs> that weekend. I was yeah. drinking a lot of it. Yeah. You were drinking a lot of it. I was telling people it was baby formula. It wasn't close to baby. It was a bodily fluid, but it wasn't baby formula. Yeah. 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 Well. I can't believe we got away with that. That was actually one of my, <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments of 2022. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad that I don't need to be breastfed anymore and that we had that supply. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we got that supply. We had a, made enough money to afford one of those fake nipples and yeah. uh yeah we just used one of those but yeah that was probably one of our fondest, a wild thing yeah that helped pay for this entire elaborate elaborate studio setup so thank you but we're uh, opportunists you know we're entrepreneurs we see an opportunity we go we get it yeah we go out and we, we listen get to it. a lot of gary v yeah we do and he says that and he he might have not specifically been talking about causing a baby formula <laughs> shortage but yeah. uh, we, we we find our areas our niche yeah dude babies all they they need formula yeah and it's like that's a big fucking market okay not every not every baby's gonna get fucking breastfed okay you go out there you get the formula you flip it you flip it you sell it to anybody i don't care if it's a fucking pandemic get out there and put your entrepreneur hat on i've never i've never watched gary v content but I, that sounded perfect thank you i i don't know if that was good actually because i i actually don't listen to a lot of his stuff but i think we should and we I can find I, other markets to short okay what do you think is going to be a market that shorts in 2023 um Let's see. Baby formula in 2022. Uh, there's definitely got to be a shortage of anxiety and depression medication in 2023. That's true. Um, shortage of that. Um, shortage of uh, insulin. Um, oh, we could lo- we could load you up on that. Yeah. It, we could, I, I got some connects. Let's see if we can start, like, uh, instead of making meth in a basement, we can make insulin. Make let's find a way to in, make our yeah, own. Yeah, make our own insulin. Homemade we insulin. We can just start yeah. marketing that. I mean, in uh, in America, that's huge. It would be Have huge. some extra insulin to go around, then we can eat more and uh, yeah. just get healthy. Yeah, yep. And I think what we definitely might be short on in this country might be uh, money because we keep sending into this country that got invaded in February 24th of 2022. Russia invaded Ukraine. Oh, that forgot was in, about that, too. That, that was in February. God, Holy shit. That was a good 2022 That was a great uh, that was throwback. A, yeah, that was a great. This is the longest comedy sketch that Zelensky's ever been in. This <laughs> has been one of the. He's over here doing podcasts with uh, um, uh, fucking David Letterman. He's on Netflix. He's meeting with Biden. He's on carpool karaoke with james yeah, corden i'm like quite the celebrity but guy aren't you still at war yeah but he he showed up at congress he was giving that speech to people in congress he's still wearing his military outfit they sent him out they brought him over on a military jet from the ukraine and everything it's like how funny would it be in in congress he's just wearing a military outfit he probably got through TSA. he's like sorry i just got back from war yeah, I don't know if I mentioned that on any of the podcasts. Don't know if I on. don't know if I mentioned I'm at war, and I, I still have all of my grenades. Taking and, uh, a lunch break, yeah, from war. All these knives and weapons are still on me because TSA didn't catch them as I landed. Yeah, um, so that happened. God, I forgot that there was a Russia invaded a massive war that happened this past year. Yeah, that is currently happening. Yep, uh, oil prices began to surge in March. Uh, Thank you, Joseph B. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, a lot of Russia. Oh, the Oscars drama slap heard round the, the world. Slap. March twenty seventh. That got more press than Ukraine. That certainly did. That was the tipping point of where it's like, okay, Ukraine, you've had your moment. There hasn't been shit happening for a month. And then Will Smith is like, 
Hold uh-uh. my beer. Yeah. yeah. Uh-uh. Don't you talk about my wife. Yeah. That was shortly after we started this, because our second episode, we talked about oh, that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I almost had an old guy uh, slap me on stage. Yeah. That that happened this past summer. That was another very good uh, um, uh, night in history. Everybody remembers where were you before or the slap. Yeah. Everybody remembers where you were when that happened. Um, before or after that that's how i divide my life right now before the slap and after the slap yeah before and after <laughs> bs and as so that was march yeah yeah i'm trying it was right after i couldn't even remember where i was but i drink a lot um they began putting ads on netflix in april april 19th they, they offered a lower priced ad supported version yeah i don't i'm not a poor person i pay for 4k ultra yeah, hd geez, i didn't even notice that <laughs> Uh, let's see. We're going to keep going down here. Musk has a deal to buy Twitter April 25th. Um, mass shooting, mass shooting. Uh, yeah, just gloss <laughs> over that like the media does. Uh, the crypto party's over. Air travel's breaking down. It's just nothing but, uh, It's been a good year. It's been a great year. 2023 is looking year. up. We've uh, had a rough couple of years. We really have. Roe v. Wade got overturned in June. We had, oh my God, that was this year too. Jesus. That, yep. We had 2020, which was a fucking nightmare. 2021, that people don't even recognize as a real year. And then 2022, which was an absolute shit show. Yeah. Yeah. Just an absolute. But every single year, we were like, at the end of the year, when people start wrapping it up, they're always like, oh, like this year was so bad because this celebrity died and this celebrity died. 2023 is going to be so much better. And it's like, you know, the next year, some celebrity you like is going to die, and then that year is going to go to shit. And then it's like, well, there's always 2024. And then it's celebrity bound. I guarantee you there's going to be a celebrity that you like, and then the following year is going to die, and it's going to ruin your it's fucking be year. Celebs every goddamn year, and nobody gives a shit. Yep. I'm, I'm just scrolling through here to see if there's anything else. Ah, Queen Elizabeth, that old pirate hooker. She died um, back in September now. That was already a few months ago. Ah. Ah. She was so young. So young. Had so much ahead of her. Fentanyl will get you though. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, UK in disarray. Uh, Alzheimer treatment so's promise. Hurricanes begin to batter Florida. That's every year. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to see if there's anything else. I'm in October. Ah, the uh, uh, where I just passed this. Uh, fuck, it keeps going past me. Uh, judge orders Alex Jones to pay $965 million in damages for what he said about the Sandy Hook $965 million? $965 million that he has to pay to the families of the Sandy Hook Does victims. Does he have that much money? Absolutely not. And they later added another $473 million. So he he owes over a billion dollars in damages. How is he? Like, he's never going to be. It's just like the O.J. Simpson case where he lost the civil and case. And not going to pay. He's never paid a dime worth of anything. Yeah, no, he's never going to. Um, Man, that's a good deal. Doesn't even have to do jail time. Doesn't have to do shit. Um, The Houston Astros won the World Series. And I think that pretty much rounds it out. So um, Solid year and looking into the future for this podcast of 2023. It's going to be the year of the South Jersey bad boys. It's going to be the year of the South Jersey bad boy. It's on the Chinese calendar, uh, New Year calendar there. Yeah, Um, we struck a deal. Yeah, we struck a deal with uh, Xi Jinping or Xi Jinping. I believe it's a Zheng Zheng Yeah, yep, yep. So we, uh, it's not the year of the monkey or the cow. It's the year of the bad boy from South Jersey. So, um, yeah. Any, any parting thoughts on the year as our final episode here ends in 4K fashion? Keep uh, liking, subscribing, check us out on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Our goal for 2023 is to build that YouTube channel. And uh, everybody who, this is what, episode 31? This is 31. This so is we, 31. Got, we got 31 in in 
what was that, nine months maybe? Yeah. We started in February or March? Still figuring out the structure. You know, we're upgrading, obviously, the um, the cameras and the, and the scenery and the whole setup here. Yeah. So um, your guys' support, subscribing, you know, might be a Patreon in the future where we do some bonus content. It's going to help us continue to upgrade and, uh, you know, take more callers, listeners, and, like, all this yeah. shit. We'll be taking callers, leave some voicemails. Phone number, I believe. I'll put it up here, but it's 856-617-4626. Send an email. Instagram. Let us do this more. Subscribe. Subscribe. Hit us in the DMs. Tell us what you want to see, what you want to hear, who you want to have on here. You know, people coming in here talking about home and water. Yeah, we're all about it. We'll be getting some of that going here. And, uh, yeah, that can close it all now. You guys stay bad for 2023.